baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, John Tabor, The Edge on a Thursday, fourth day of January 2018. We're brought to you, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, no, not the wrestling coach, but the veterinarian, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere, folks, in the sound of my voice. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, wrestling coach extraordinaire and veterinarian. Care for your pets, folks. Go see Dr. Weber. Tell him you heard about it on the edge and Sports Talk 97.7. Your smarmy, smart-alecky texts are welcome today. 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union text line. And again, we appreciate it. Keep it clean. I got to filter them sometimes, you guys, and you know who you are. Most of the people I don't. Some I got to filter a little bit, but we'll we'll deal with that as we weigh. And Jamie, I want to get into this. I, I saw proclaimed national championship in undefeated 2017 season. You know who actually I think they should have a. Co- I like this idea. And I'm going to tell you why. I think they should have a combination parade. I think they should get the Atlanta Falcons to also participate in this because, after all, they were up 28-3, to and they dominated most of the Super Bowl last year. I mean, who cares about the end? That's right. We, yeah, we can just, hey, we were really good, and we didn't lose. So, therefore, if we beat the team, we beat all – and how about this for Auburn? Has this ever happened? And I've got to give Nick Sanders credit. He's the one that brought this to my attention. Has there ever been in the history of college football a championship game, and the answer to this is no, where both teams have been beaten by another team that's not playing in that game? Auburn has beaten both teams. They beat Alabama, and they split with Georgia. So they beat Georgia. And of all things, they didn't beat Central Florida. And they lost to the team. And LSU. The 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 – undefeated, and they got beat by Central Florida, who is now apparently in their own minds national champions. They are national champions, according to the athletic director at Central Florida. Uh, how bizarre is this, man? Well, it, it does it does add to the argument that, you know, the, the playoffs need to be expanded, and, and Bill Hancock holding firm on that for a while, because I think he loves the uh, he loves the controversy. Look, the I would have loved to see Central Florida. But let me ask you this. If we go to eight teams, I think Ohio State is number five. I don't think there's any argument there. I think Wisconsin is number six. You got to have Penn State in there. You got to throw Penn State in. That's number seven. So if you look at eight, how could you not put Auburn in there? You have to. You have to because they did beat Alabama and Georgia. I mean, so there you go. We just got to eight, and Central Florida's not in it. So how does Central Florida get in the mix? <clears throat> go to sixteen. Uh, and then you're going to have somebody that's pissed because it's not 17. I know. Central Florida can do this. this. This is the answer for Central Florida. They take the um, Houston and or TCU route. And TCU, 10 years ago, was in the Mountain West. Remember, they beat Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. They were really good for years. Couldn't quite get, you know, 
It, it was the not ready for primetime players deal from Saturday Night Live. TCU, after the conference expansion, the Big East look, the Big 12 wouldn't even answer TCU's phone calls. Yep. The TCU called, uh, I'm, I'm doing my washing my hair, I'm doing dishes. Then all of a sudden, TCU got better. The Big East said, hey, look, our people are leaving. TCU joined the Big East. Right. And then all of a sudden, when A&M and Missouri bolted to the Southeastern Conference, TCU is like a long-lost brother. Hey, man, we're so welcome. Welcome to the family. Our way of saying don't leave for the SEC. So I think Central Florida could do that, Jamie. I, I do. I think they could probably get into a Power Five conference, maybe even the ACC, uh, maybe the one with Louisville. That seems to me the more logical one. Uh, of course, well, Louisville's they, ACC. Uh, AAC, you're talking about? Yeah. I mean, that, they're in the AAC now. Yeah, that's a more logical. So that, that's where they're going to be, I think, time being. Now, Let's just look at a, a brief history lesson here to, to your point. You, you're familiar with Central Florida because you used to play them. Very familiar with Central Florida. Uh, a school that automatically has some built-in <coughs> advantages. Number one, they're located in Orlando, which just happens to be the home of Disney. Uh, there's just a bundle of money there. Uh, they've already got Bright House Stadium, for, uh, so that's a, a big corporate sponsor. 45,000, beautiful stadium there in Orlando. Uh, you had George O'Leary who had a nice little run there. Um, you've got a, a, obviously with Orlando being the size it is, no other school of, of, of Power 5 uh, or G5. To uh, If you're close, you're far enough away from Florida, Florida State and Miami. Uh, you know, you've got South Florida now uh, is a little bit of a rival. Uh, it's a lot of things that have worked well because it, Central Florida has come a long way then the day I saw them at, at that point, Malone Stadium, come to come to ULM at that point, northeast Louisiana, and play with helmets that had no logo on it. They were just black and gold. Like, it's almost like watching Neville play. Uh, and now look at them. Uh, with, you know, just uh, launched Scott Frost back to Nebraska, brought in Josh Heupel, who's uh, got a pretty good rep. Uh, but there's got one thing that, and I don't. I think it may be a little bit longer, Terry. But I don't think Central Florida has even fielded the team for much more than fifteen to twenty years. Um, it just for those of you who say, "Well, money doesn't," you know, uh, yeah, it does. Money, money makes a huge difference, and you're able to now take this situation where you were, and you know, in their eyes, they probably feel like, "Hey, you know, I, I think it's a little premature," but hey. If you've done what they've done in the amount of time that they've had a program, you certainly deserve a pat on the back. Now, obviously, you know, they're doing it maybe to an extreme, but there's a lot of schools that could follow their blueprint. Uh, Houston has been playing a lot longer. But, yeah, I do feel like there's a place for the Houstons. Uh, TCU just did it through, you know, I mean, for remember, remember now, TCU was a member of the Big East for about 14 minutes. And uh, now they're back in the Big 12, to your point, that they couldn't even get the Big 12 to respond back to them. And now, I mean, the argument can be made that they're the top, one of the top three schools in Texas, along with uh, top, you know, they beat, they could easily beat Texas now on any given occasion. So Central Florida has changed the landscape of college football. There's no question about it. But national champions? No. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a situation where you have South Florida and you have Central Florida, 
And to any of these, all the Power Five conferences have balance right now. Right. Okay? If they're split, they have balance. If they don't, you need an even number of teams on either side of it. There's several conferences that have seven on one side, seven on the other. And so you're not going to add just one. So if you added Central and South Florida, say, for example, the ACC or, you know, wherever else it would be, uh, it would balance it out. And I think those are two very attractive. And I think they can afford to do that. Uh, they can jump into it. SMU, yeah, they can afford it. Would they do it? Would they put everything behind it? That's another great question. But, you know, and FS goes, hey, just let everybody in. You know, I think the intrigue that this thing has, I, I would love to see eight teams. And then you'd love to see, see look, what makes the NCAA basketball tournament so magical? The number of teams We involved. see David and Goliath. You see Butler. You, see you know, we, we see guy. David. Hey, we can beat Duke. Okay, Mississippi Valley State, here you go. Go prove it. Go prove it. And they may or may not. Uh, they've never had a one lose to a 16. It'll happen at some point. But it has been, they have been, been close. close. Yeah, been it's close been close. Games. And football is a different animal than basketball. I get that. You can't have the logistics. Basketball, you can get rid of half your teams in one day. Uh, and in three days, you can whittle it down. So, you know, 16, probably the maximum number, and that would be four weeks if you will. I mean, you have to cut down some of the numbers here, but there's so many different ways that you can go about it, and trying to figure out how to split the money is the key. But I think 18 would be legitimate. I mean, when we start looking at national championships next year, Jamie, get rid of the Alabama-Georgia game, all right, for this year. If I tell you, give me a short list, can you name 18 next year that one of those teams will win the national championship in college football? Can I give it to you? No, if I say, Jamie, name me eight teams. One of them wins the national championship, and you put money on it. Could you? Would you do that? I would. Absolutely. Well, I know you could. I probably. can name eight teams, and one of them's going to win the national championship. You can already throw four. Alabama, Georgia, Clemson. Ohio State. And Ohio State is almost gimmies every year right yep. now. You could probably throw Wisconsin in the conversation. You could maybe throw... Uh, Penn State in the conversation, um, Georgia Auburn. The only problem is you can, and even though I think it's a water, it was a bad year. I think you could make arguments for USC, uh, Notre Dame. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think right now Notre Dame gets in because of their cachet as Notre Dame. But you know, obviously they're they were peeking around there for a while. Um, but I like. I like the intrigue brought in by an upstart Houston team who goes undefeated. I like the intrigue that's brought in by Central Florida. I like, I like, that's, that's what, to your point, tying it back to the NCAA basketball tournament. I think, you know, to me, now not, nobody else loved it, but I loved it when George Mason was in the Final Four. Yes, loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I put, there's nobody that pulled harder for Butler than I did. Nobody pulled harder. VCU had a great run. VCU, they when Shaka Smart was. But but those are exceptions rather than the rules. But the know? exceptions are what make it interesting. But that's what college Coastal Carolina yeah. college baseball. Yeah, no bigger example. Everybody than that. loves the, Goli- the the David Goliath story with David Wynn. Everybody loves that. That's what gives it intrigue. And the NCAA got so ticked off about that, they kind of gerrymandered it a little bit, so it's Coastal Carolina couldn't pull that off again. Well, but, it's gonna be real difficult to yeah. do that. Uh, FS tells me UCF's claim is uh, 
to a title at least as legit as several titles Bama claims. You know, I'm not getting that. And I know Bama had one like in 1940 where they lost like four or five games to some formula from a Bama mathematician game. You know, uh, let's say in recent history, like, you know, since we've been alive. I would have to say the majority of Bama's recent titles are legit. Yeah, I mean. Um, uh, there, I mean, Sam the taxi cab driver from New York titled in 46 is a little shaky. Um, but that's why Auburn fans say, and jokingly say, Alabama's playing for their 16th or 96th national championship. Well, um, uh, Nick Brown told me they're going to make a shirt up that says, uh, you know, if Alabama wins the national, Alabama number one in the country, number two in Alabama. If you're Auburn, that's going to be a weird feeling. Because nobody is, is has more to lose or, or just has to feel weirder than Auburn. Remember they had the 13-0 and 0 team? Yeah. Uh, and, and didn't get a chance to play. Right. And then you got this deal. You're going, we beat both these people by double figures. And we're watching it at home. Uh, bizarre stuff. Got a bunch of texts. A lot of people uh, are, are weighing in on this. We come back. I'm going to talk to you. We had a, a actually a texter text in on this. And I already had it to, to say, but I think it's a pretty interesting gig. Uh, we had a college baseball series canceled because of politics. Go figure. Let's talk You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Jerry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. This segment brought to you by our friends at Power Gourmet Pizza by Design. Have it your way with Pyworks. You'll see them on Tower Drive. They duped in Monroe. Back on Memento, The Edge. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. The Edge. Uh, we're trying to offend everybody equally today. Yeah. I tried to offend you over the break. I don't know if it worked. Well, you, I mean, listen, your very presence offends me, but hey, we'll we'll put up with it for another 45 minutes. Well, they pay us so well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's like Dave Aranda, right? We're going to turn around and uh, and try to renegotiate our contracts. But uh, anyway, thanks for not uh, renegotiating uh, with us this morning because we got a lot to get into, starting with uh, – Central Florida deeming themselves uh, oh, college uh, thirteen. Hey, you know, hey, I'm a, I'm a. Uh, I, I wish I could. Uh, maybe I need to build a. St- you, hey, you won a national championship. Why didn't they build one to you? A stadium? No, a, a statue at least. You didn't even get a. You didn't even get a. Well, the, you didn't even get one of these. The pig- mean, yeah, actually, I got several. Of the pigeons uh, in Fort Worth have enough places to uh, relieve themselves. <laughs> So look, I wasn't even asking for a statue. <laughs> I, you know, I wanted like a uh, a bathroom named in my honor, and maybe just a toilet seat. That is more appropriate. The golden toilet seat, right? In this day and age, I agree with you. A a, a restroom facility is probably a little more appropriate than a statue. Uh, in the in the interest of diversity and and everything, let's uh, uh, let's go with the bathroom being named after. Well, it. speaking of such, yeah, let's uh, let's say uh, that let's, genre. Let's a, yeah, let's say the genre. We'll get into a little college baseball here. University of Southern Mississippi have a very good college baseball program. Nice of years, program. Uh, well, they won 56, 57 games last year. They did really well. And they were scheduled to play Stony Brook. Now, Stony Brook is the team that came down oh, several years ago, right? Out of New York. Out of New LSU. York and beat LSU. And the LSU fans gave them a standing ovation yes. at the end of the regional. It was sort of a Cinderella moment, that atmosphere. Which I know LSU fan gets a lot of garbage heaped upon him a lot of time, and a lot of it deservedly so. But the baseball guys, that was one of the good moments in sports. 
where they recognized Stony Brook came in against all odds, beat the Mighty Tigers in Baton Rouge in the regionals, and advanced on. So hats off to nice, uh, nice solid little program in Stony Brook. Yeah, yeah, but certainly not LSU worthy. But for that moment in time, beat them. And in the interest of full disclosure, Terry, let's tell everybody where Stony Brook is located. For those of us who don't know, I'll give you a pro- I'll give you a hint. It is way up north. It is in a very cold city, New York, New York. I don't know what town. Are they in Brooklyn, Manhattan? I'm not sure. I've never been there. Anyway, it's okay. That'll give you the first hint. Take it from there. Uh, well, they schedule as a lot of people do. And I used to, when I was in southeastern Louisiana as a coach, you know, I'm, I'm a baseball fan. I, I like going to the games. I don't like watching them on television. But, like, I would go watch southeastern Louisiana. Greg Martin was the coach there. I would go watch those guys play when I got the opportunity. Or I'd go to Alex Box and watch LSU. A lot of northern teams mm-hmm. would come down and play, especially early on in February and March, because they got, oh, I don't know, 12 feet of snow where they're at. So we'd have everybody from Illinois and Michigan and Ohio State. Nothing like watching Ohio State Michigan guys play baseball. They come south for literally uh, two months, which is a pretty good gig if you're an athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they would come down and, and do a southern tour because that's the only way they get a chance to play baseball until the ground thawed out where they were at. So you saw a lot of good teams play. And most of the time you could beat the northern teams because they hadn't been able to practice. Now by April they were pretty good again and they usually could beat them. But by that time they were back up north anyway. At any rate, so they scheduled Stony Brook Southern Miss a very good Intriguing baseball series. Southern Stony Brook coming down to you know try to get uh, some games in, and uh, Governor Cuomo of New York, Mario Cuomo. Uh, no, this is his son. This is Andrew, I think. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, I believe it's Andrew, uh, issued an executive order in 2016. Hang on now. That bans for the state of New York, and, and again. Uh, Stony Brook is a SUNY school, which is a state university of New York. That's the acronym that they use. So they're, in effect, a state representative of New York. They're they're state employees. Mm -hmm. Uh, He signed an executive order that bans all non-essential state travel to places that pass uh, what's the equivalent of North Carolina's HB2 or bathroom bill. Now, God forbid, this bill forces transgender people to use a restroom that corresponds with their gender at birth. And it also bans travel to Mississippi after the state passed its own, because the voters voted on this, uh, religious freedom bill that essentially said, look, we don't recognize gay marriage. And I don't care what your take is on this. Uh, But at any rate, Stony Brook now has to cancel the series coming to Southern Miss because the governor of New York said, hey, they're discriminatory bigots in Mississippi because uh, little boys who identify as little girls have to go to the little boys' room, and we don't let gay couples marry. And so now the series is canceled um, as a result of that. To Governor Cuomo, this reminds me so much of the wonderful, the late, great S.I. Hayakawa who was a state senator from, I believe, Hawaii. Yes. And then there were riots or something like that, and High Kawa got on top of a car with a sledgehammer and started beating the heck out of it. And you can't do that. All the students were screaming everything, and High Kawa in his most monotone voice said, So, sue me. Um, 
Mayor Cuomo, uh, Governor Cuomo, try to imagine how little we care. Stick it where the sun don't shine and rotate. You're the one that can't fund your pensions. You're the ones that got that's got companies bailing left and right because you taxed them out of existence. Um, go ahead, and you want to be concerned about. And, and by the way, you know, in baseball, your 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 bathroom options sometimes are limited at certain venues. Between, guess what, male and female. Okay. So now you want to keep your, your uh, and I, believe me, I'm sure it's never easy to travel, but there's one thing I could probably speak for this, the Stony Brook players. They were probably very looking forward to getting out of New York and sub-zero temperatures and coming south, even though we don't appear to be like the south right now with these temperatures. But compared to New York, this is like a day at the beach. And thanks to your brilliant governor, you can't come because he's got more time to worry about stuff like this. I think if I had used bathrooms and something else, it wouldn't have been appropriate. But you're more concerned with this than you are your own state budget, which is hemorrhaging, your own you know, businesses leaving, ref- your own tax base, which is regressive, and you worry about junk like this? Well, they, but you know what? Shame on you, New York voters, for voting him back in. Well, they thought about <clears throat> trying to get around the rule, and, you know, they thought about staying in Slidell and just traveling every day because it prohibits travel to there. And so the, the people are like, yeah, they probably could go after us if we did that. So they elected. I think they're going to Stephen F. Austin in Nacogdoches, Texas, as, uh, as a result of that. But uh, I, don't think, I don't think Texas is wild about this. Albany? I mean, no. in Texas. I mean, no. well, I mean, I can't imagine. Same. Albany. Is- Albany. Albany, uh, New University York. of New York, right. canceled a game at Duke last year because of the North Carolina a- bathroom bill. Again, we're talking about Stony Brook and Albany, not exactly Stanford, Notre Dame, LSU, Alabama. Who gives a rat's behind about it? Whether you do it or not, you can try to be making a statement till heck freezes over. We don't care. Try to make, you know what? We don't want to even put your damn team up. Sorry if I offended somebody out there who says I use abusive language. Uh, get a life like Mario Cuomo. Um, this is this is this is insanity. But you know what? This is what we do. As you know, pardon me for using this again, but we swallow camels and choke on that. If you've got a governor so consumed with stuff like this that this is what you're going to do, and you're going to prohibit a state university because you're saying, okay, so you're not willing to let, because I assume Stony Brook may be state-funded, so yes. you're, not, you're not going to let the, okay, what about the taxpayers of New York who have no problem with this, who have a different point of view than you do, Governor? You're just you're just saying the heck with them, like you've done, and that's why you got your tails beat, and that's why you're going to get beat in the next governor's election. Because you're full of bull. Well, you know, irrespective of people's politics on this, I think we sort this of lose. This is crazy. Well, we sort of lose perspective sometimes. I, I certainly can uh, understand people taking uh, sides or, or what have you. I will say this, and I think we've had every administration, and, and it goes back for for a long time, Jamie. Uh, and, and presidents of both parties have done this. The executive order, which is basically they rule by fiat, has gotten a little bit out of hand. Terry. Exactly. And let me just say this, for those of you who think I'm just, you know, this, you know, 
monster. I've got more gay and lesbian friends than I can name on one hand. And you know why they're my friends? Because we've invested the time to get to know each other. We don't. I know what they do in their side of life. They know what I do. We don't. I don't focus on that. And they don't try to push down my throat what their lifestyle is, and I certainly don't try to push mine. I've got that's more than I can name on one. But we don't spend time because you know what? We got to try to find a way to get people jobs. We got to find a way to collect taxes. We got to find ways to bring back jobs to this country. And all of a sudden, you, Mayor Cuomo, with your state has hemorrhaged. I don't even know if your pension fund is is fully funded anymore right now. And if it isn't, stupid, stupid stuff like this may be one reason why. If this shows the depth and breadth of your what you want to do as a as a as a governor, as a sitting governor, God save the people of New York. Couple texts read we get back. We're going to check our last break. Several really good texts in here, Uh, differing views. And look, that's what I go for. I like people that view things differently than me. Uh, I think you learn a lot from people that have different viewpoints. And, you know, you meet in the middle somewhere, and I think that's what you try to get done. Uh, some very, very good texts. We come back. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. Appropriately enough, The Edge. This segment brought to you, again, appropriately enough, by our friend, Mr. Bobby Banning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney. Specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby's the man for you. Give him a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, back on the middle edge. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. A little controversial stuff today. I like that, sort of. I'm kind of a controversial guy myself. Hey, I don't care what your opinions are. They're welcome. Whether you agree, whether you don't agree with me. A uh, couple people out there. Anthony Hayes does the band go for Syracuse. They have conference games in North Carolina. North Carolina rescinded that bill because the NCAA pulled out. Remember, they pulled the NBA pulled out the All-Star game. The NCAA pulled out some, uh, some regional NCAA tournament matchups, which translates to money. And so they sort of modified that bathroom bill that they had. Um, and so now they're cool with it. So, yeah, Syracuse is good to go play uh, at North Carolina and Duke now. So, Anthony, appreciate that text. Centauri chimes in saying it's always good to hear from you. Hopefully there's not a cancellation penalty in that contract. If there is, they're on the hook for that. Yeah, no cancellation policy. Or there's no contract, actually, I don't think, uh, from the votes I read on it. Typically, though, and, and they've already covered that, the state uh, of New York issued a deal that, uh, the coaching staff was not aware of. They, they, or what was the verbiage? They were not aware that the travel ban included sports or athletic teams, and so they're they're off the hook for that. And if there was, they'd pay it. Uh, and in baseball, it's not going to be very much of anything because uh, you have so many games rescheduled. I mean, it's not like the football or basketball game, which is a pretty big deal. Jacob and West Monroe. When are people going to realize the real biggest are the ones like this guy that can't take any opposing viewpoints? Look. Um, I'll tell you this. I, I think people are, are hardcore on both sides of this. And I, and I see both points. But I, let me ask you this. And, and I know we're getting a little bit off to but everybody's talking about it, so let's do it. I've gotten about 40 texts on my cell phone. Um, are there transgender people? Sure. There, there, there's transgender people, just like uh, non-transgendered or, you know, sure. whatever. There, there's a ton of them out there, right? Right. And so I've went to bathrooms 
all over America. Jamie, I'm 54 years old. I was Division One college basketball coach. We traveled a lot of places. We traveled a lot of places when I was a junior college coach. Uh, with my businesses, I've traveled. So I've been, I think, to 48. Of the, I haven't been to Alaska, and I haven't been to, what was the other one? Uh, blah, 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 Idaho. Hmm? Oh, two states I hadn't been to. So I got 48. Well, you missed it, Idaho. That's a beautiful place. Yeah, I got 48 out of 50. I actually want to go to Alaska and Idaho. Anyway, so I've been to 48 out of 50. And dare say I've been to the bathroom in, in 48 of those states, and most of the Caribbean and uh, Mexico and places. I have yet. In my 54 years of life on this earth, been asked to present an identification in a bathroom by anyone. Number one, if somebody talks to you in the bathroom, that's like bells and whistles from Star Trek going off. Like, dude, I want eye contact, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'm not trying to have a conversation. You don't, you don't like to see that shoe slide underneath the stall. <laughs> no, 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 no. And so I, I've been to a lot of bathrooms. I've yet to be asked for my identity my identification. It's not like you're trying to get into a bar or trying to run a library book or get on a plane here. And so the fallacy to me is that, okay, we we make a... And guys, understand what this is. This is designed to stir up the base of both political parties. It it is. And so we pass a bill saying, if you have male equipment, you have to be a male to go to the male bathroom. You know, just earth-shaking stuff, Right. And again, what, are you going to have somebody at the door that checks? Are you going to have a policeman there? Hey, I need to see some ID, buddy. Mm-hmm. No. And so both sides get political fodder out of this, and, and that's where it goes. And then Como's going to say, hey, well, we're going to ban it because it's religious. Big, or, you know, whatever you want to say. And the other people are going, no, we want to protect our children from, uh, you know, the six-foot-five dude with a wig going in the uh, girl's bathroom or boy's bathroom. And look, both sides, you can do that, but FS said maybe Southern states shouldn't let their teams travel to New York because of all their gun laws. Good luck with that, Stony Brook, and the three forfeits on your record. Uh, yeah, New York, famous for the gun laws, Illinois gun laws, uh, two of the highest crime rates like anywhere in the world. I think Chicago's was ahead of Baghdad for a while. But, yeah, everything, they're, they're injecting political uh, thought into sport now. And that's the one place I go, Jamie get away from all that stuff. If I want to, if I want to get into politics, I can turn on MSNBC, Fox News, uh, NBC, whatever my whatever my political affiliation is. I can find an appropriate channel that will feed that monster for me. That will, yeah. Okay, yeah. I just choose accordingly. Okay. Uh, if you look at ESPN, their numbers are plummeting. They've been plummeting. I think this is a bit. We even talked about John Gruden. Taking the, uh, the Raiders deal. Don't forget Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. These are two. Gruden's the highest paid ESPN employee there is. All right. There's a reason. This dude hadn't coached in 15 years. He has a losing record as an NFL coach. You know that? He hadn't coached in 30 years. 23 okay. or 30. Yeah, years. He's got a losing record. Right. He does. And, and he is. And, you know, I hope the man does well. I do I'd love to go hang out with John Gruden sometime. But ESPN is slashing stuff left and right. You don't think his $7 million a year salary, they're going, dude. I know he's got a really good quarterback show, and he's a good person. Monday Night Football is hemorrhaging viewers. You don't think they're going to cut back on that? Are you kidding me? So John Gruden gets ahead of the game, and if he takes this Raiders job, that tells you something. Herm Edwards, all of a sudden, you think Herm Edwards is sitting around going, you know what, man, I just miss coaching. I hadn't coached in college since 1989. Uh, I think it's time. They see the handwriting on the wall. ESPN has doubled down on his political takes, which is fine. It's your network. Do whatever you want to do with. 
but you suffer the you suffer the consequences. You're going to get the gains or the or, or the losses, depending on how you want to do it. I, it doesn't matter to me. That's your call. You do that. But but segueing back into this, everything has become so political, from the kneel downs to the opposition to the kneel downs to the NFL charging the United States military for tribute for the soldier. I mean, it's just so over the top. Look, for what I do, and I'm not, I'm not dissipating anybody's point of views. You can have any view you want to have. For me, Jamie, for me, I watch a game because I want to see a game. Well, exactly, and I think that's why people go to movies and, and everything else. I mean, you know, I don't go, but that's, you know, my private, I do go to some, but, you know, I don't go to all of them. And I have my reasons for that, just like people have reasons they don't go to pro games anymore or even college. Um, Let me make a caveat here. Uh, I personally don't care. As I told you, I have friends. I don't hate Bruce Jenner or Caitlin now. I don't, I I understand. I mean, I'm actually concerned for him, but if if that's what, I mean, if he did what he thought he was comfortable in, I understand that must be a tremendous conundrum, whatever. Uh, I used to work for a corporate, you know, 500 company that they doubled down just like ESPN has. And guess what? They're losing money and employees. They can't keep employees anymore. And because that became a real issue when, as you said, men with wigs started going in the women's restroom. It caused a tremendous upheaval at that place. And uh, But that's what you do when you force, you know, as you said, which... There's a lot of places I don't agree with, but it's my decision whether I choose to patronize it or not. It doesn't mean I hate people that are LBGT or anything else. I'm I'm actually, as I said, I've got a lot of friends who I'm proud to call my friends, who you know are that, and and I'm not going to abandon them simply because of that. But I do think when you start going to this length to where you're starting to push your opinion where you're boycotting states because you disagree with certain laws or amendments or constitutional, uh, you know, amendments or whatever, you're a slippery slope. I don't think Herm Edwards, now Herm Edwards and John Gruden are very fortunate in this respect. They've got options. A lot of those people that got laid off by ESPN are probably, some of them are probably, a lot of them are probably still looking for work. And that is the, that's the, the my, really the, my statement here is when you take those kind of stances, guess what eventually happens? You cost people their jobs. And that's what we don't need in this country right now. We don't need people losing their jobs. And thanks to ESPN, who just, who should have just, who, who had a great, a great marketing footprint, a great, uh, business plan in place. You had it in place. And you, and I, I go back to Johnny's Pizza, that perfect example here where we've had this wildly successful pizza franchise who started branching out in other places who didn't appreciate Johnny's Pizza like we did. They were smart enough, God rest his soul, Johnny Huntsman was smart enough to go, wait a minute, let's pull back. They had some hard financial times. They realized the one in Dallas closed. Yes. So, yeah, North Dallas. I mean, wonderful pizza to us. In North Dallas, you got 600 to choose from. Um. And Johnny said, "We don't belong in markets like that." ESPN's going. We're going to. They're going to. We're going to continue to double down. And as of right now, they're laying off employees every other week. So much so that finally, John Gruden, who I don't think would have been looking at the Raiders' job, and at six point five million, he should be able to. 
you know, retire the rest of his life, but he's got this competitive. You know, he has options. Herm Edwards, I don't think, would have really put in for the Arizona State job. <laughs> but they've got options that most of those now laid off ESB employees do not have. And to me, that's the saddest commentary. Well, look, of it, you know, Jamie, anytime, and it doesn't matter the organization, the business, sports, it, look, sports is a business. Right. At the collegiate, especially at the collegiate level, the professional level, it's a business. You you make money, you don't make money. Now, is that the overriding concern? Well, yeah, if you're a business, it is. But you try to do the right things, and I get that. People are going to be guided by what their moral principles are or are not. Um, and Richie goes, look, before all this stuff, people just went to the bathroom. If you had to go, you just went. Yeah. Now, even using the John, is surrounded by question marks. Yeah, Richie, you're right. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just bizarre. You talked about you know President Obama passing a federal bathroom bill. Uh, before that, it was a non-issue. Well, I think this was a, a way to uh, stir up uh, support and opposition because both bases use this uh, in order to to get their their bases to, to bleed more money out of both sides of it. And you know, at some point, we got to figure out that they're using us. You know, they're just it's like a rat and cheese type deal, uh, and they're using us basically as, as cannon fodder to to support financially whatever their agendas are. Crazy stuff. I want to get out of this because it, it just it irritates me uh, to no end. But, yeah, Southern Miss uh, has their game with Stony Brook canceled because of uh, uh, Governor Cuomo's uh, sincere, heartfelt beliefs, I guess, would be a, a good way to put it. Out. At any rate, we come back. Got a bunch more text to read. And is LSU really going to keep, keep Dave Aranda? Are they really going really to keep Dave Aranda? And now, if they do keep him, will they be able to hold on to Should they now hold on to Matt Canada? Can they fire Matt Canada? Can they afford to? Yeah. Good stuff. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter and Jamie Fox. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley. Reminding you to support a worthwhile cause of Louisiana Special Olympics. And our great friends at Spinevale. Pair for the special people in we your life. You got Valentine's Day coming up, folks. Spinevale. Get them a spa package so you will be happy and pleased with the results, as will they. 318-807-1060. Spinevale. On Emmy Lane. Monroe. Back for Memento. La Edge. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. <coughs> and welcome back in. That was me fighting the... Uh, We've all been fighting something. Dude, I'm, I'm on the Theraflu stuff. The day, you ever think of the Dayquil? Oh, yeah. It's supposed to keep you... I took NyQuil last night. Oh, man. How'd Good you think Lord. It's Sayonara. I went down like a rock. <laughs> You ever get that feeling when you taste funny? And you guys out there, you're laughing because you know I'm telling the truth. Uh, Dennis Leary, I'm a big Dennis Leary fan, and some of the stuff he does. He goes, when you take NyQuil, they should have the warning label, you know, so his wording could cause drowsiness. Don't operate heavy machinery. Dennis Leary, I don't want to edit this. Hey, don't make any plans. <laughs> right. Well, and, and those of you, I understand. I mean, on a serious note, I understand all our, you know, our hospitals are full to the brim with a lot of sick people. So, uh, we need the weather to warm up. We need people up and outside and away from each other uh, because right now this is a serious, serious health situation going on. And I think all of us have a little bit of something, whether it's the full-blown flu or not. So uh, be careful out there. Take NyQuil, DayQuil, or whatever. But, I'm on the, you know, it doesn't make you Don't take NyQuil and drive. Though. Yeah, I, dude, I woke up in the same position. I went to uh, bad in there. Uh, oh, Dave Aranda. Yes. Richie Bimble. Hey, it's just all hashtag rat poison. 
I like that. A little, yep. little Nick Saban there. Uh, Steve says, this may tell us that Aranda is the coach in waiting until O slips up again. Yeah, how easy is that transition going to be? And that might be what they had to tell it. Because, look, Jeffo Fisher at Texas A&M, he's set for the next 10 years. Unless something just weird, weirdly bizarre happens, Jimbo Fisher ain't going anywhere. So if Dave Aranda were to go to Texas A&M, which I'm still not convinced that's not going to happen. Oh, they may come back with three million. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just yeah, right. it's, it's an ego deal now. Yeah. And believe me, A&M has deeper pockets. A&M can if they want to go into it, they can. If they don't, they don't. But at any rate, so Dave Aranda's next move from A&M would be either to a – NFL position or a head coach, he'd have to make another move. At LSU, perhaps they're telling him, hey, look, uh, in two to three years, we may have a new head coach. You're the head coach. Well, it could be. Um, but I think when I, when all this broke, and I texted Sean, I, of course, I'm like everybody else. I got all apoplectic and worried. And I thought, you know, it can't control what I can't control because I can't pony up the money to help him stay. But the first thing that came to my mind is you don't have to offer 2.6, but offer 2.5. Offer him the assistant head coaching job, let him have complete control of the defense, and give him. And I didn't. And I think this is one thing I forgot that that AM that LSU finally smartly did. All that's guaranteed. That two point five is not two point six, but it's guaranteed for those four years. So, and I assume he has no buyout option attached to it. Yeah, no, he actually he does. I think. Yeah. uh, I think it was like forty to sixty percent of of whatever the year. I mean, it was it was not. I mean, hell, LSU's already on the hook for fourteen million. Well, and that we'll, we'll get out. the second part of this comes with it is is on the offense. You have to give them the PMAC to leave, right? But I think this was you know, and I, apparently I, you know, the board everybody got involved in this. But I think you're right here. I think there had to be something other than just money, which was very close. You know, the two point five versus two point six, which I'm I'm like you. I'm still gasping how LSU can offer. You know, still be on the hook for at least ten to twelve. Private money coming out. It's Tiger Athletic Foundation. Your seats just went up, people. Yep. <laughs> now your your season tickets just went up. Now this adds another uh, caveat to this, Kerry, uh, is that now does this pretty much ensure that Matt Canada stays another year? What's changed, Jamie? The money. Matt Cannon to Orgeron's situation is not any better than it was yesterday. In fact, it's probably worse. Now, Matt Cannon's going, why didn't y'all pay me that? No, but I think what it says is that, uh, well, hell, I don't know. Canada may parlay it into more money now. Who knows? But, you know, unless you've got a guaranteed in writing that you got somebody to replace Matt Canada, uh, he did nothing in my mind to lose his job. But I'm not. You know, you know all this stuff, and I don't have to work for him. You're exactly right. I'm not on the inside. I know he has a track record that is not enviable as far as getting along with other people. But then again, Ed Orgeron has had some issues in the past, personality issues in the past with other people. I think these are two very, very, very strong personalities who clashed. To your point, it may have been a forced marriage. I'd be almost willing to bet it was, it was a forced marriage. It was a forced marriage. Those seldom, if ever, work out. And um, now you got you got you got you got to have Andy and Barney roles to find, Jamie. You you, you just you, went from one point six, one point five. You you tacked another million. If I'm if I'm Ed Orger, I'm going here. Take a million off mine. Take a million off my three and give it to Dave to stay. No, those but, cats don't do that. Buddy. No, I don't. They don't. I know they don't. But <laughs> hell, I would. Uh, no, you wouldn't. Well, your job, your two, whatever your whatever left after they take the million off your salary, you 
Yeah, I think Ed Orgeron is is right now probably, you know, a lot of this is undeserved. Some of it's deserved, but right now they just need things to simmer down. And right now I don't think making a change at offensive coordinator would help that. I don't think they got an option. Probably not. I'm sure Canada is probably looking right now. I'm sure he's been looking. And uh, right, the only reason I can say he said what he did at the Citrus Bowl was because he didn't have something lined up at that time. That he was going to disclose. That he was going to disclose. I mean, what's the worst thing that's going to happen to Canada? He's going to go to the NFL? He's going to get a position coach in the NFL or, or some kind of – because, look, somebody's going to take him. Personality aside, the man is a good offensive mind. And, and people like that, I mean, my goodness, you know, you never saw Nick – Nick Saban didn't exactly have has the personality of a porcupine, but you never saw him have trouble finding work. That's in this profession, which you know better than anybody else. You're not necessarily you don't necessarily have to be man of the year to get a job. No, there's jerks out there with jobs, Jamie, but they're good at what they do, and at some point, you know, they're not gonna. It's just not gonna work. You lose ten percent of your uh, your population, your popularity every year. That's just the numbers. Right. Uh, how ironic would it be if Les Miles got the Arizona job and he hires Canada? <laughs> I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. The names I've heard mentioned is you know imagine this: Mark Helfrich, who got fired at Oregon. Yes. Uh, you've heard about Les. You've obviously heard about Kevin Sumlin. Yeah, I think Sumlin uh, should be. Certainly in that mix. I've heard Chuck, Chuck Cecil, who, who Chuck Cecil was a who played at Arizona, probably the best player in Arizona history on the defensive side of the ball. But he's not really, you know, he doesn't have any. He hasn't really Arizona seen. State just hired Herm Edwards. That well, you've got to get a rock star. Why not get Chuck Cecil? Uh, no, you've got to get a rock star. I've dude. even heard Frank Wilson's name mentioned, but he's five hundred. Did you see it? That ain't going to fire anybody gonna, up. It's going. I think if you're smart, you go with Kevin Summer. I do. I, first of all, I'm not sure. I'd like to know how this Rich Rod thing is going to play out. We never have really gotten into that yet. And, you know, that's uh, that would be a perfect topic based on today's conversation, oh, sure. a follow-up on the Rich Rod thing. I, I, I'm going to do some research. I want to read the court documents. Okay. You, I mean, you dig into that, and they should be online. I I, I'll read, read, read into that. I haven't read the court documents. But they're out yeah, there. I want to read the court documents on that. Um, but, but, yeah, well, that's the perfect follow-up to this conversation is, you know, uh, and now if you're Rich Rodriguez uh, – you know, can you get another job? You're going to get you're going to get a, you got a six point five million dollar hey launch package. This deal, this sexual harassment, which which but before I say what I'm going to say, look, nobody wants anybody to be sexually harassed. I, I, I think we all agree on that. Is it a different climate than it was five years ago, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty? Yes, absolutely. And I have a daughter, so, so I get this. But I'll tell you this: if she were working in the athletic department in a college, understand she better be tough and she better be able to deal with stuff. Are there inappropriate things that are going to be said? Yes, there are, guys. I'm sorry. There are. Should there be? No. In a perfect world, no. But she better be able to handle herself. Uh, does it make it right again? No. But understanding some of those things are going to be going on. Uh, the issue that you run into is that how far back do we go on this? You know, it came out that Rich Rod had an extramarital affair on, on his wife. Is that grounds to be fired? No. That, that, that's something between you and your wife, et cetera. But it was included in this complainant, uh, in her statement. So I've got to read about that. But this is the only thing, the sexual harassment deal, is the only thing in America right now 
that you are guilty until proven innocent. I agree. Everybody else, there's a preponderance of innocent until guilt is proven. If you look what's went on from, from Weinstein to Matt Lauer to half the NFL network, uh, John Skipper, the head of ESPN, is coming out now. You know, he resigned because of substance abuse issues. It's coming out now. He was ahead of the curve because there might be some serious sexual assault stuff or sexual, um, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Harassment. Harassment charges uh, pending. And, and look, if you think that guy resigned just because he had substance abuse problems, he just woke up one day, you know, oh, man, I've been hooked on these painkillers. Just, no. I, I got some oceanfront property in Kansas to tell you. You know, Terry, it really is it's in a reflective moment. It really is sad to see what's happened to ESPN. When they had, we had everything going in their direction, they were, they were, gaining subscribers every month they were gaining and then they decided to make and it's one thing it's like it's, it's almost like the, the captain of the titanic if you know ahead of time the iceberg is full steam know, ahead full steam ahead which they did if you're johnny's pizza you knew to pull back to their credit they pull back they they changed their marketing scheme and they're now still in business god rest johnny huntsman yeah, brilliant best pizza i've ever had at any rate man been a fun show today got a, a lot of stuff yeah. got a lot of stuff yeah. done today uh got into some stuff but again a lot of people are not going to get into i don't mind talking about it i think we try to present all uh all sides to it i'm open to any suggestions so thanks to all the text for those of you who want to hear the box scores read to you i'm sorry we have yeah, i ain't a box score reader at any rate thanks to our sponsors today dr david weber north Carolina animal hospital our title sponsor G.B. Cooley, providing you a support of worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics, and my great friend uh, Ben Pitts over there. Powerworks Gourmet Pizza mm. by Design. Jay Walk, the uh, the proprietor over at Powerworks. Drew and Company at Spa Avail, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. And Bobby Manning, 